0: I would enjoy watching Hannibal. <laughs> <bull. laughs> I bet he had some cute little quips there I'm too. Sorry. Why are you booing me? I'm right. Franco. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey. 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 Why are hey. you booing me? All hey. right. Fresh. Welcome to another episode of Bourbon and Data Breaches, where we cover five of the most interesting data breaches from this last week and one of our favorite bourbons. Um, Steve. Michael. Debbie. Keegan. Shoe. We have Shu here. Guest star. Yeah, in person.
1: I am In not the flush. It's very strange. I'm Miguel, by the way. Frank.
0: And we have a special spectacular data <laughs> oh, <my> breaches <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'm going to take off the mask okay. because that was enough. Okay, well,
2: cool. yeah, it's hurting my nose
0: and face. Yeah. Well, uh, what do we have this week, Devia?
2: Okay guys, so the first story is actually from Argentina and recently a hacker stole government ID database for Argentina's entire population. And the hacker has reached the Argentinian government's IT network and stolen ID card details for the entire population. And now it's being sold in private circles. So what do you guys have to my, say about this? My favorite
3: thing about this breach is so often the breach headline is like 100 million identities or 200 million identities. <laughs> this breach headline is all of them. <laughs> we, got them. <laughs> we got them. Everybody I don't know. Find out how many there are. That's what we got.
0: Yeah. Do you think the reporter just didn't know how many Argentines? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he
3: I'm pretty, and going for an entire
0: population is either lazy or a stroke of genius. But like we got If you're an Argentine, and you're hearing this. Congratulations, you are breached. And of course, of (laughs) course, the first Argentine people think of is?
1: Well, I mean, there's so much to cover here. I don't even know where to start. I mean.
3: Wait, Wait, the first Argentine anybody would
1: think of? Probably the Pope or Diego Maradona the dancing lady
0: Messi.
1: yeah take that of course of course of
0: course of course also for the pope (laughs) also the pope you know (laughs) but we all have
1: address yeah i would think that the pope is widely known but what do i know (laughs) i mean
3: he's only the pope (laughs) we all we all have his address and password we know where he lives but also the data for lionel messi was stolen Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah that was the real harm there
3: that's a national blow and I have to,
1: assume yeah. but I don't, I don't know if, uh, uh pretty sure Manuel in for well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure manual info got league as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did, did
4: you guys, have you guys bought your data back yet?
1: No, We've I mean, data. I'm oh. okay with my data. I mean, it's worthless. So I, I don't really care about that. So I'm, I'm okay also with the concept that privacy, it's something that got lost a long time ago. So I'm, I'm assuming that everybody knows everything about me or pretty much everything. So that's an idea that I have to live uh, with. And uh, this confirms that. But, yeah,
5: the answer I think would be, we just don't care. We're also we're all so, so screwed up that we just don't care anymore. Yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> this is the list of our concerns. I mean, somebody stole our data. I mean, come on, we I- are worse.
0: I have a question, though. So
1: they, they stole government IDs. What do you use those for? Uh, we, the ID, we used to do a lot of uh, things like applying for a driver's license, for example, or to get bills, I mean, to get services such as uh, an ISP or, I don't know, water or electricity. We used those for that which doesn't matter as long as you pay them. Uh, And we we don't use that one to travel abroad. We use the passport number, which up until not that long ago, it was the same number as the ID. (laughs) (laughs) But
4: But let's be real, it probably got stolen too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course,
1: yes. (laughs) Yes, but I mean, I would say that I would be concerned if I were a Swiss guy and my information got leaked, but being Argentina, I mean, who the hell is going to want that information? Just get a new one. Maybe they give you the way as a gift.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, Frank, can you get a new one now that it's stolen?
5: Uh, Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) You know. It's it's your data. You should. I haven't tried, um, I, I went to the, one of those uh, RENAPER stands about two months ago to do my passport procedure and well, I, I have to admit it, after all the mean things our government have done to us uh, trusting my personal data to them is my absolute fault, this is my fault,
1: it's nobody else's. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean I should have known. What. What's the alternative if you want to travel abroad? I mean, you need a password. Yeah, Uh, the point
5: here is (laughs) no matter how cautious we we think uh, we might be about this, there will always be little blind spots. uh, In this case, the size of a country. (laughs) (laughs) Number two.
2: Okay, guys. So story number two, this is regarding re evil. And um, this is kind of crazy, because they closed their shop in July, but be uh, evil ransomware operators claim group is ending activity again, victim League blog now offline. So <laughs> what do you guys have to say about this
3: bullshit? <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> uh, it was a multi nation effort that took them offline. Whatever we
0: have the saying in Texas. <laughs> fool me once (laughs) shame on shame on you Fool me don't get fooled again (laughs) the fbi took down the re-evil website but they didn't take down any of re-evil they'll they'll be back three billion dollars from ransomware they'll be back
4: oh no they took down the website whatever shall they do
1: (laughs) that's crippling right there i mean the website is down
0: what do you think Miguel you've had your run-ins with Reeval well for once
1: for one thing I actually I'm I think that the world is going to be a better place because we all get to enjoy those those things that they write that they are very interesting mm-hmm. most of the time so that's going to be fun and this is my personal opinion usually good entertainment you have to pay for it I mean if you want good entertainment
0: free for some.
1: (laughs) Very expensive for us. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's free for us, but for some people it's really very expensive. So well, if they are giving entertainment to the world, I mean I guess we can look the other side when it comes to some people being hacked.
3: There's only one government that has the power to interfere with them. They're not going to. So you could tell me it was a multi-government caucus. I don't buy that.
0: Frank, give me seven words on reable.
5: Wow. Um let, let me have a drink first. What? <laughs> is it, Excuse <laughs> <you>. <laughs> is it me, come, let, words? Seven words, it's not seven syllables. Let me get there. Um I don't know. Uh I, I think there's no one or Uh, First of all, I I, I don't know how much of this is staged or not, but there's no honor between crooks. Uh, You know, a lot of criminal gangs end up imploding uh, out of corruption or betrayal or whatever, rather than getting caught up by the good guys. So uh, I'm guessing maybe a good way to tackle these gangs is by trying to attract or make... uh, make way through the weak links exactly that like they do uh in in coding language uh well yeah that's it
1: that's way, more than
5: seven words as a way of not depending on focusing all efforts on on prevention or defensive tactics strategies uh which are of, of course for sure the most uh, relevant <laughs>
0: Well, well said. Bourbon break. Love those. So we are doing uh, 1835. So we've got, it is Texas Lone Star 1835 bourbon, uh, limited release single barrel. If you're watching at home, we are having barrel 255. No, bottle 255. Barrel 1381. So single barrel from uh, Texas Lone Star, uh, obviously from Texas, and uh, this was recommended by our local specs distributor. Uh, Devia, what do you have to say about 1835?
2: So I wasn't able to find a lot of information on this, but it is a hundred percent proof and it has a tag of boutique bourbon and, that's the only information I have. For I, that
3: was the adjective I was looking for when we were trying a bourbon. We B- tried a lot of boutique. We tried a lot of bourbons, but I was like, "Is this
0: a boutique bourbon?" And they said no, and I wasn't interested. So uh, this was recommended by Specs, who has questionable recommendations. I don't always trust their recommendations. This was distilled in Kentucky by someone.
4: Will it? By the Willett Distillery, which is legit. Are it's, you sure it's well, from Willett? It says Willett right there. Where? I don't see Willit. In another bottle, it did say it was distilled by Willett, which um, I had a bad experience with Willett once, but generally, overall, Willett is a very, very good distillery.
0: This is uh, bottled in Louisville, Texas. Not, Not to be confused by Louisville, Kentucky, where this is probably from. There may
4: or may not be
0: a Louisville, Texas. There is a Louisville, right? Texas. But we all have like a,
4: any other like fill-in-the-blank city. Is there an Texas. E at the end of the S? Team
0: thirty-five, uh, single-barrel bourbon whiskey. Uh, well, you have some. I have some. I have some on ice. Uh, I have some neat, as always. You are a neat guy. I like to think so. Thank you. I'm gonna have a little straight as well. It's really good on ice. It's wonderful on ice, but I can't get a good aroma from, from the ice. From the ice. It has a sharp alcohol on the yes, nose. It does. The alcohol is pretty sharp. It's almost like uh, if I was cleaning something. It
4: is a burn. I've had more pleasant burn. I've had more, I've had worse burns, but it is a burn. I, I wouldn't say it's a terrible burn.
0: I, I think what counters the burn is it has a nice, sweet, and then uh, medium-body mouthfeel. So you're countering the burn with a little bit more substance. I would agree. It's a very
4: classic bourbon taste, caramel. Uh, I would agree with medium-body. Um,
0: not, not much corn on it.
4: Yeah, it's... Uh, Do you get much corn on it? No. Corn. No,
3: and having said all that, really, I think that the defining characteristic for me is the burn. It is a, I find it a burny bourbon. Uh, the flavor that is there is good. However, um,
0: yeah, I, I, while I don't dislike it. This this is probably not my favorite burn. You know, I will have to say, uh, it's much better on ice and. Um, I think I'm going to stop taking rec- uh, recommendations from Specs because this no. is the second time Specs has recommended a bottle that's turned out to be less than expected. Wow! This Dude. episode not
3: brought to you by Specs. So yeah. I- this episode oh, I'm brought to you by it. Total Wine, TotalWine.com. <laughs> total <Wine. laughs> Get
0: better recommendations at TotalWine.com <laughs> and cheaper prices. So Devil's Advocate, hey, it is 100 proof. There's yeah. going to be no, some burn. It's definitely
4: 100 proof. 100 proof. Yeah, it is 100 proof. Uh, I've had way worse than 100 proof. And as we all know, what happened? Uh, oh man, Total Wine was one that recommended Bibb and Tucker to me. That but
0: yeah, that, anyways, Bibb and Tucker's bullshit.
4: Right, that was a mess. But uh, almost as much of a mess was last week when I like grabbed that bourbon off Total Wine. Say the name. Red, uh, <laughs> red Was that it was, a red. Wine bourbon? Yeah, it was Total Wine. Here's what I gotta say: so,
0: Don't trust Total Wine or yeah. Specs trust bourbon and breaches, we will tell you what not to drink. But like I feel like a $28 bottle of Evan Williams yeah. uh, single barrel uh, gives us a run for its I'm not even drinking whiskey anymore and that shit is good. Yeah. It
3: really
5: is.
0: We have it downstairs. What, what
5: matters is not to stop refreshing <laughs> I agree. What matters <laughs> is we're drinking. To that. I agree. matters <laughs> to drink.
0: All right. Story number three.
2: Okay, guys. Story number three. Um, this is about a TV network and uh, Sinclair TV stations disrupted across the U.S. after ransomware attack, and uh, they described it as technical issues in the beginning, but it was actually a ransomware attack. And uh, what do you guys have to say about this one?
0: There's a um, abomination of local TV channels. That are all owned and operated by a singular entity. Without being
3: upfront about that fact.
0: That right. force-fed uh, some bullshit stories nationwide based on fake facts and fake news. Did uh, weren't they also doing news for pay? They oh, were doing sure. like, hey, if you pay us money, we'll present uh, your company as if it's newsworthy. That's right. So they went. They went to.
3: Seattle, they went to Kansas, they went to Maine, they went to Massachusetts, they went to Florida and they presented you your local news, but really it was whatever the syndicate has been paid to say, but echo chambered across mm-hmm. many, many, many different local news stations.
4: And uh, A lot of their vulnerability lead, reading about what happened was because they have a lot of separate satellite offices across the country and any company has, would have a hard time to coordinate that. I know say like if you're a parent company of like, oh, for an example, a uh, veterinary clinic company, of have a bunch of vet clinics across the country. It's hard to coordinate that and I can see how you may be a victim and be an easy target.
0: Hey, here's what I would say. Uh, Sinclair uh, has a dubious reputation And I am not surprised that hacktivists would go after them after some of the reports that have come out about them. Um, I, uh, of course, hope they fully recover from this because no one deserves to be, you know, uh, infected with ransomware. This
2: technically, a technical difficulty led, led them to like show something else and it's Hannibal Buress and Chris Paul and a bowling. Wait, game.
0: is he the comedian? Hannibal yes. Buress. Yes. yes. Oh, I would watch that. Yeah. Me <laughs> <too>. <laughs> All
3: right, against and <laughs> future <laughs> NBA, NBA champion was-
0: Chris Paul. For the record, I'm anti ransomware, but <laughs> I'm pro. But <laughs> I would enjoy watching Hannibal <laughs> bowl. I bet he had some cute little quips there, too. Why are you booing me? I'm right. Franco. <laughs> hey. Yeah, hey, hey. why are hey. you booing me? Hey. i right.
5: Franco. Uh, it's interesting the, the harm of an attack like this can make to a company. Um, uh, even if they have an effective recovery system uh, backups backups or whatever it is uh, on a tv station where every second counts as profit and selling and you know struggling with contracts into that damn grid and uh, you know a single disruption like this might be a nightmare uh, to deal with later on
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
4: absolutely right. It's hard enough to coordinate security within one centralized company. It must be a nightmare to coordinate security with one central company and a satellite. You have to to assume that they have a distributed
3: distributed infrastructure too. Exactly, yeah.
2: Story number four, this is really cool. And I think it's one of my favorite stories so far. So a ransomware gang masquerades as a real company to recruit tech talent. The best part is they uh, call themselves... The Bastion Secure website, which uses the logo BS. So, <laughs> what do you guys have to say about this story?
0: All right. Mike and I have met a lot of security companies, and that's a way better name than half of the BitGlass site, vision.io,
4: Vision shield,
0: shield <laughs> info, privacy guards wow. that are out there. Okay. Like,
1: well, I gotta say, the level of honesty on a allegedly existing company called BS—it's uncanny. I gotta applaud them for that because I don't know if I would want to work at a company called BS, but definitely would want to have an interview there. (laughs) Uh, Reminds
5: me of Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar trying to run for president. You guys remember? I think it was (laughs) like that, like pretending he was so polite and decent. Well, we all know what he was all about, right? Allegedly. Um, I, wonder, I wonder how much awareness do people have about the growth of ransomware gangs uh, that they can literally stand unseen, even faking a, a cybersecurity company, like they are one of the hip. Uh, wait, we're not one of them, are we? <laughs> <laughs> please tell me now <laughs> right we is how we get the funding
0: a legitimate company that just please tell me now things abiding by laws okay so divya
4: what do you have for us for story number five
0: Shoo. so since you asked
2: uh
4: for <laughs> it was not so hard it was not very hard at all
2: <laughs> for story Shoo. number five Headline reads, sticky business, ransomware hits US candy maker ahead of Halloween, where uh, the maker of candy corn, sweet tarts, nerds, red hots were impacted by ransomware, but they say that they are still able to run production in some facilities. Thank God.
4: Thank Jesus. What is Halloween
1: without candy corn?
4: I love candy corn. Exactly. So we have...
0: Candy corn is now full of microchips and ransomware. Do not eat it.
4: Candy corn is America. These hackers atta- are attacking America.
3: Sweet hearts
0: corn. are full of microchips and five G. Do not
3: eat that. What I want to know is what is the government doing about attacks on critical infrastructure? Because I have it as gas, <laughs> oil, power, candy, candy corn, corn, candy
0: corn. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We. Have... they. Uh, they attacked America. They, they did. They did infiltrates uh critical infrastructure yeah uh candy corn possibly or they did infiltrate uh iot devices and infrastructure for manufacturing which is equally as scary because what if they put too much candy in the candy corn and then it's just all corn holy shit
4: Have so they upset their balance between corn <clears throat> and sugar
5: yeah can, can- there never be too much
4: That's literally, literally attacking America. It's literally the the worst thing
0: people can do. The the question is, why uh, were candy corn machines online? Because they shouldn't be. Candy corn machines should be stuck in the 70s. We have to press big buttons. Yep, and so to, like pour
4: sugar. In. No, that's yeah. but to
0: Steve's point, that's not how they want to do it. They want to
3: have the bucket have a little device attached to it that says exactly how many grams of candy corn yes. are in the bucket and then send a Bluetooth signal to another yes. device that somebody needs to do something else somewhere else and this is what you get.
0: Yeah. Not uh, their fault. Uh, manufacturing devices connected to the internet is a bad idea. I find it interesting. Uh, I- of been- course. An episode of Bourbon and Data Breaches. Uh, If you liked what you sold today, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you hated what you sold today, we don't blame you. Then (laughs) please like, comment, and subscribe.
5: call uh, Call me and I'll give you two words.